Hello, everybody, and welcome to American Entrepreneur Off the Wall. My name is Chris Pastrana, and this is Brandon Stevens. How's it going, brother? Um, it's going good, Chris. Really good this year. 2023 has been very kind to me so far. I have to say, uh, I agree as well on a personal note and business-wise. I, I mean, so, I've seen you on a personal note. <laughs> yeah. Just going well. Yeah, yeah. so I am. Uh, I have very high hopes for this year. It's uh, It's only February, but, you know, I'm hoping... My dreams aren't crushed, but it's looking pretty good so far. <laughs> you still got tough. Plenty of times to have my life ruined. Absolutely. <laughs> Here's what you get through three quarters of the year and then Q4 is just downwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's you're supposed to end it on a strong note, Chris. Let's hope for that. Yeah, absolutely. So as of the beginning of this year, um, kind of, I guess, just updates. <clears throat> the Flex works doing pretty good, you know. Uh, a bunch of new tenants um we're pretty much full back up which is what i always expect december mm. it's always terrible january everyone starts moving back in and then by february we're pretty much full again um still working on virtual offices i've been getting that but hired someone to do our marketing um so our marketing is going out more consistently which is good that's what i wanted and uh yeah so i'm as far as flexors go i'm i'm pretty happy and then uh, the real topic of conversation for tonight, other than, you know, flex work is AI. Mm -hmm. So strike fear clothing and apparel is doing very interestingly because now one of my shortcomings is being met through, um, mid journey or AI art generation. What'd you wish? Oh my God, dude. All of them, would you go on future tools.io and for anybody listening, that's a great directory for AI tools is future.io. Yep. So many of these tools are going to kill off different jobs. And I mean, it's like people, it's it's interesting because you basically, what you're using it for is to replace a graphic designer. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's completely out of the question, like it completely mm -hmm. kills off graphic design, but you don't need a full-time one anymore because if you were to hire one, it would only be to do tweaks. Correct. Absolutely. And so this is actually a really fun part of the conversation to, uh, get into either now or later on mm -hmm. um but jobs that are you know not not outsourced but kind of made irrelevant at this point um so we can get into that one later on but let's talk about ai a little bit because you mentioned you mentioned future what was it future future tools.io directory constantly updated of a bunch of different they have what was it seven i'm on it right now so yeah, on the screen, but 784 tool AI tools that it's listed under different categories and they constantly update it. Yeah. So you can go there, get, you can choose a bunch of uh, different what they have. So they have like directories like AI detection for fun, image scanning, productivity, text to speech. Pro I won't go through all these, but it, yeah. you know I'm saying everything from self improvement to finance and yeah. modeling and all that stuff. Like they have uh, um, obviously.ai, I found on there once which is an AI tool that allows you to build predictable insights for your company, such as revenue modeling mm. on turnover, credit, risk scoring for your company. Like if you're a company that is based off of people's credit for some reason, like yep. you do that, like it, you can actually create a predictable risk scoring model based on your past data that you've collected from credit, right? And you can yeah. do or obviously AI, you can use that with revenue to find out like your biggest customers, your losing customers, you know, the type of profile that fits them and it can go deep. So I won't get into it, but they have everything from like generate an image to deep business insights on here. Yeah. 
Yeah. So let's, let's get real basic. What's AI? Artificial intelligence. All right. Good. That's super basic. Good. For those who don't know what that is, um, essentially computers doing computer stuff that I understand, which is most things. Uh, <laughs> Humanized computer stuff by robots. Yeah. So, uh, super interested in this because again, I kind of dove into it the other day when I found mid journey yeah. and I've been playing with it a ton and it's drastically helped out a few of my businesses already just from being able to generate new ideas to being able to generate, you know, different forms of art for apparel, all those things. And a lot of it's really good just to like jog the creative senses a little bit. You know what I mean? So I've been creating ads for flex work so I can put out more advertisements and more social media marketing. And all I'm doing is punching it into mid journey and it gives me a bunch of examples. And yeah, then just keep talking, but I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah. No, no, I get you. Pull it up. Um, yep. there, there's a software in here. You're talking about doing ads. Like there's a software yep. future tools that I saw the other day that was like generates ads from your website. Like you literally put That's in awesome. URL. Yeah, it's just insane. So I'll pull that up. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, just being able to create new advertisements, new artwork, new focuses and directions in a way that I'm not great at. It's always been a struggle. So now that I'm able to do some of that, you know, I've been churning the businesses up 100% just going, uh-huh. right? So that's been awesome. Um, yeah. So how are you using stuff so far? Well, I like we talked about earlier, I was using, uh, I'll pull it up again. They, they have two things in their name, slides, slides, AI.io. I, oh, I yep. almost forget that, but basically you can create present Google PowerPoint presentations in seconds based on text. So yep. instead of trying to align everything perfectly, and instead of trying to come up with image ideas or the perfect looking power, um, presentation, you just literally type in text, right? Yeah. And then it will auto-generate a, a, pre, a PowerPoint for you, which you can then edit as you please. And 90% of the time, you just edit the text if you want it to say something different. Yeah. And it's like, it's before, I don't know about you, but for me, presentations took a minute, maybe the yeah. ADHD, who knows, but it took a minute. And now it's like, you just, boom, done. And then you just go through it because you basically just tell it what you want. Yeah. Um, I also, and this is also just back up, a lot of the AI tools I use are either market research based or they solve me being an ADHD crazy person, right? So right. like um, another AI tool I use is Otter and it's called, let me get the actual otter.ai. It's speech. I have mm-hmm. the app on my phone. I click the button, pull up the app and I talk to it. Mm-hmm. And it takes anything I say in it and it puts, it just writes it out for me. It's very good at it, right? A lot of these softwares suck for text to speak. I mean, like yeah. speak text. This one's very good at it. And then I can edit it and publish it and put it in notes and create ebooks out of it and all this other crazy stuff because it's really good at understanding what I'm actually saying, right? Yeah. And I think there's a level, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's a level of Otter where you can use it to annotate like Zoom meetings and different stuff where it kind of joins it with you. Um, mm-hmm. there would be another one I haven't looked that deep. But it's, for me, being able to come up with a Facebook post or an Instagram post or something yeah. like that by just talking into Honor and then taking that, copying it and pasting it on social media was mm-hmm. very helpful. Yeah. Um, especially for my ADHD. Another one I tried, which I like, um, it's not the one I stick with because I do slides um, AI.io, 
But I originally started out with something called, I think it's Tome. Tome, yeah. Tome, let me get the actual thing. Tome. Yes, Tome.app. So T-O-M-E dot A-P-P. Now that, that website will create an entire PowerPoint presentation based off a keyword or a topic. Mm-hmm. Text and everything. Like slides, you put in the text you want it to separate out into PowerPoints, right? Yeah. Home, you just type in the topic and it will auto-generate everything, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's good and bad because, I mean, you still got to go and you should personalize and edit, et cetera. But it gives you a starting point. But I like Slides.ai, so I use that one. Um, for market research, I use one. Um, called feedly.com yeah which basically allows me to train an ai algorithm called leo which basic which as you train the little robot thing over time it will feed you the exact like basically think of feedly as the world's biggest news and keyword aggregator yeah and it will feed you exactly what you want it to so mm. the minute something happens like news down to the minute something happens in any type of one of its millions of metrics that you've want it to target. I yeah. get fed into my board or my folder in Feedly and mm-hmm. I can be notified on Slack of yada, 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 whatever. Yeah. Like, you can build this thing out to be crazy. Brilliant for market research, spotting trends, you know, figuring out the way mergers, acquisitions, funding events, all that different stuff. So I use Feedly almost every single day. Yeah. Yeah, those would be like the main ones <laughs> I use at the moment pretty heavily that's that's awesome and what i really like about it is we had mentioned adhd mm-hmm. and uh some problems that you know everyone has their own personal limitations and what i've really been getting into with you know the whole ai craze is being able to find tools to fight back against those limitations right so it's a great way of, you know, instead of me going out, like I said, hiring a graphic designer for hundreds and thousands of dollars per image that I want to generate and not guaranteed to have something that sells very well, <laughs> um, you have a tool. So they're really reducing the barrier to entry on a lot of industry. And so I've seen, because I've now that I've been diving into it, you know, a lot of people who are really upset with this and some people who really see the benefit of it. And I see both sides. You know, you can see how, yes, is it going to hurt graphic designers? Sure. Um, Well, here's the interesting part about that is it also opens up. I mean, yes, it takes away jobs, but what they don't realize is it opens up jobs. There's always a given take to these things. Like absolutely the same amount of jobs it takes away, it opens up in a new industry. So instead of a graphic designer, you become an AI designer, right? You, you figure out the prompts to generate the thing you want it to generate, and then you sell mm-hmm. your services to help the person use it to generate what they want to generate. It's just going to be yep. a different demographic or go figure out how to build the app that does it and put it on a subscription basis. Yep. And I can tell you from experience, um, all AI, it doesn't matter how good it is currently, have huge flaws, right? Mm-hmm. So mid-journey, cannot do hands. <laughs> And a lot of times that faces come out really crazy, right? right? So that's an area where, again, a graphic designer can go in, fix images, and then boom, there you go. You have a market, right? Uh, this is this is the one I wanted you to check out. I saw it the other day. And so full transparency, I've not actually tested this. I yeah. just have a really good website, which means it could be a really cool software um, yeah. yet. And it looks neat. 
Yeah. It's called ad, so ad creative.ai and allows you to create ad and social media creatives at scale with artificial intelligence. Like it's it's specifically designed for that. Oh, awesome. I would check that out. Yeah, and that's because of what you said earlier about ads and AI yep. for social media. So I have not used it, but it looks pretty well put together. So yep. test it out. Let me know if you like it. Yeah, definitely. So I was thinking about this the other day and I had a really funny... Like we were talking about, everyone's always worried about them losing their job, them losing uh, their niche, their market, all those things. Right. And, you know, so I was thinking about it and about jobs that you would have seen a couple hundred years ago that don't exist anymore. So I was thinking about those poor carrier pigeon handlers who don't have jobs anymore. Right. <laughs> things always go away, you know, and uh, you have to adjust to it, you know, and just because there's AI out there that can do it one doesn't mean everyone's going to use it and two just because you have it doesn't make you successful so there's always a market for people that get in there and hustle mm -hmm. so and then it's like ai ai companies are just uh um going through the roof now there's that one do not pay yeah um where they're they basically they were in the news the other day basically they partnered with a lawyer to use ai to fight an entire case and they oh, wow. are like i don't know I, I could be off of this number but i think somewhere in the seven figures range mm -hmm. uh, to basically shut up and let the ai not and let the ai argue on the lawyer's behalf yeah and i was that's, like wow that's awesome all right that's interesting um, so they're do not pay, do not pay is they, they do a lot of different things, yeah. AI, but they're the ones who facilitated that. Um, and they were in the news for AI. Um, and then there's a company that I found on future tools, and this was an interesting one for AI. Um, they're not live yet. They're, they're in the process. Um, it's called AI tax and it's an AI company, AITax.com which is being created and built to automatically file tax returns through AI, which yeah. I knew was coming. Yeah. Hmm. My girlfriend's not going to want to hear that one. <laughs> I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that, right? But no, no, no. Here's, here's, my, <laughs> here's my pushback to that. Yeah, yeah. I've always seen... No, and this is, if she listens to this, this is not her, because I haven't used her. I don't know how she acts, but this is just me in general, right? So let's get that yeah, out. Yeah, I got you. I love her. She's she's awesome. But um, in general, there are two types of bookkeepers slash accountants. Mm -hmm. There are the ones who do the bare minimum, and there are the ones who act like consultants. Yeah. The ones who act like consultants will not lose their jobs to AI. Yeah. Ones who do the absolute bare minimum will. Mm -hmm. that's my pushback with it is mm -hmm. if you go in as an accountant or these and it could be any industry that ai goes you're right because ai is still a robot it's not yeah. a human it doesn't have cognitive experience so if you can upgrade yourself to be a consultant and yeah. provide your own you know inner value to something rather than just do the transaction of that something or the you know like what should be filing taxes or the following methods that can easily be learned by AI. Yeah. Then you have a case to continue to be good at what you do and keep your job. If you do the bare minimum, which there's no value add, yep. then yes, AI is probably going to beat you out in the future. Actually, curious if 
Because once the government gets involved, it gatekeeps everything. So I'm curious yep. if um, the government will ever allow AI to take over something like taxes. Well, I mean, you have, I mean, another thing, I'm not going to name them on here because yeah, of yeah. stuff I've gone through and because the specifically with investments and all people thinking it's investment advice. But the funny thing is, AI has been around in the hedge fund world for a very long time. Yeah. And people don't realize that. Like AI mm-hmm. went mainstream last year. Yeah. AI is not new. AI has been around in the financial markets for a very long time when it comes yeah. to funds. Like I know, I personally know a gentleman who was working with AI in his hedge fund since the late 90s, right? Yeah. AI has been around and what, and of course it's come, it looks different back then, right? There's different AI means different things at that level, but over time it's, it's not new to the financial world. What has come out recently is a bunch of technology that has been proven over the past decade to be able to predict things such as market movements and stocks and crypto and different like fluctuations in the market to get better returns. And they're AI-driven tools, which is um, AI-driven tools with reinforcement learning, which means it's AI reinforcement learning. Basically, at the smallest level is is AI that can learn from itself and data and machine learning. And over time, when you put that in the financial markets, which is regulated by the government heavily, yeah. um, hedge fund, like it's come down from the hedge fund world to that these tools are available for a lot of different people to use now to pick their own stocks and pick their own crypto and pick their own portfolios, invest in their own trends and whatever, and use these tools. And the government hasn't regulated those tools is what I'm trying to say. Hmm. So I don't think if the financial world has been, if AI has been in the financial world for a very long time yeah, and it is slow and it's gone mainstream mm-hmm. and it still hasn't been regulated in the financial world, even with tools like that existing for several years now, yeah. I don't think I would almost think they would go for those tools before they went for taxes. Hmm. That's my opinion on that. I don't think they go for AI driven taxes yet because it's a, it's you, you for financial, for most for financial incentives, you have to be, well, you should be an investment advisor, registered investment advisor, RIA or. Or do you have your series, uh, I think they're series seven and 60 or series 65, whatever mm-hmm. they are. Um, unless you're a hedge fund invest, uh, unless you run a hedge fund on an only performance basis, that's how you get around that. But for giving an investment advice, you need a series technically. Yeah. So when you buy or purchase one of these tools, they're giving predictions on what you should invest in. So you think, now obviously there are smarter people than me that have loopholes to that stuff. But mm. you'd think that if the government saw AI as a threat to that or as, oh, so-and-so Joe Blow, who is going to get this tool and then dump all their life savings into a stock based on this data that this company gives, this company should be regulated. Yeah. You'd think they would be the first ones to tackle because the people, the, anybody who finds them are at, you know, are subjective to those indicators, right? Yeah. Like they see it, then they're going to pull the trigger on it, but human nature. Um. So I would think the financial markets would be the first to be tackled in that case. Yeah. Uh, and then if anything, they'd go for taxes. So, yeah, but they have it, right? Yeah. AI for tax has not been around. AI for financial markets has, and they still haven't gone after it for it for financial markets. 
Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. It'll be interesting to see what they do because I can only imagine the idea of, you know, people getting to keep more of their money. The government's not super fond of that. <laughs> well, I could, I, could, I could even go into yeah. the rabbit hole here, but beyond yeah, yeah. that, we're going to, over the next decade, I'm in some really... I've so I've shifted a lot of my social media consumerage to Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And I have met some absolutely brilliant people on Twitter and made yeah. some good friendships with people that probably have more money and insight to things going on in life than I ever will. And I and I use enough technology that I have a decent amount of insight of things. Yeah. And I'm let's just say from some things I've seen, there's we might not have the same tax system. At the end of the next decade that we have currently today, based on sense. going around, yeah. that could completely shift everything going on in the world. Hmm. So worrying about the regulation of taxes, they yeah. well, if if uh, and there's there's a lot of good data behind why I just said that. Um yeah. but that's another mm -hmm. reason why I won't think they won't attack the tax system because it could drastically change anyways. And if it changes the way that it's predicted to change in the next decade, everything would be absolutely automated on the transaction as it happens. Okay. So there wouldn't be a need for somebody else to file your taxes accordingly like that, unless yeah. you just wanted money back. And then yeah. it would be credit-based. Now, that's a whole new... A lot of people would be like, what did Brandon just say? But it's mm -hmm. it, it would take me way too long to get into it. But I just want to say, having, being in those circles of politicians and yeah. government officials and high net worth individuals who know what's going on in the economy. Mm -hmm. I do. This is a topic I've seen come up and come up and come up and come up and actually have prediction dates for it. And it narrows down to the entire tax system could change drastically within the next 10 years yeah. to a fully like automated system. Mm -hmm. mm. That'd be interesting to see. Hmm. They were. They kind of, not a whole lot of, not, not a lot to go from there. So hard said, hard segue. No, that's fine. That's fine. We're good no, talking no, no. for hours, but I don't want yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So back to AI. Mm -hmm. So where do you think all of it's going? Because the way AI is right now, it's not, it's not actually artificial intelligence. It's just, you know, computer programs, generators, that type of stuff. Um, where do you think it goes in five, 10 years? with everything we have now. Um, that's a big question. Yeah. Because now it's more of a, does it actually become sentient and, you know, hunt us all down Skynet style or do we get a. <laughs> no, I don't believe it. So I, it's interesting because it could easily, I, I believe we're always going to be a couple of clicks away from that happening, but it will never happen. Yeah. Because the government, if they they have their foothold enough on companies and everything going on, they, for that to happen, it would have to be a big enough company that would go public yeah. to be able to produce that, right? Mm -hmm. And the government is not going to, like, if it goes public, now we have involvement with the government. And, well, I mean, those two things are not going to happen. Like, the government is not going to let a company that's developing that type of software to, get, to, to even keep itself at that level 
should it spot it, right? So yeah. it's like anything at that level would have to go public. It would not, for, for pretty much in my opinion, would not remain private. And then once it goes public, everybody has their eyes on it. Everybody in general, period. Even the government has their eyes mm -hmm. on it because it's now something you can invest in. And the government is, if once it has its eyes on it, is not going to allow that to happen, period. So yes, we're always yeah. going to be a couple of clicks away unless we can have some private company that runs under the radar for years on end mm -hmm. and never goes public develop it. But there's going to be signs of it that the government will intervene in. So I don't see it ever going the Skynet route. However, I think um, it's going to get really interesting yeah. because a lot of the digital, what was really interesting to me is we believe that all these modern day jobs would be tap taking tap would be killed off by AI. Yeah. But most of the digital jobs is what is getting eaten by AI. So yeah. we're still, so for AI to advance into the right now, look at all the AI. What is most mm -hmm. AI focused on digital actions for digital companies and digital pieces of companies and digital things, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The next level of AI is to be able to build artificial intelligence at scale for physical actions and actually put it into robots to do things, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the next level of AI is that, which is crossing the, is crossing the border from AI now to AI in real life, right? And yeah. being able to connect it to real life activities and not just generate my ads or generate text or generate this or manage this data and things like that or predict this outcome it's going to be um, putting ai in a physical form or into yeah. machinery or into smart homes and intelligence and things like that so i predict and over the next 10 years it's just go it's just going to upgrade to a physical version because that's going to take a minute right yeah it took us this long to have one month or one year where it all exploded on this surface and we're just scratching the surface so now it's going to take a decent amount of time it's going to be more accelerated but now it's the next step um as like we're not anything close to skynet in my opinion yeah okay yeah and you can see that because like i said right now we have you know mid-journeys future tools everything that you kind of all the stuff we talked about but like who's cleaning the windows, who's doing the carpentry, you know? So when you get to that point, then you'll have, like you said, machines that can actually, you know, do plumbing or do this, that, or the other thing. And that's going to take, like you said, times. A lot. Yeah. That's not yeah. soon. I'm not saying, yeah. it, I'm not saying it can't come in our lifetime. I'm just, there's two, it's a lot easier to develop AI that works online than yeah. it is. You then develop AI and produce AI that works in robotics. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that'll be, even in, even if you do, like you'll still have a lot of job opportunities. You know, people always jump to like maintaining the equipment. Yeah. That's one end of it, but I guarantee you there's still going to be people who just out of spite <laughs> won't use an AI carpenter or an AI plumber. They're going well, to use people. Most of it, you've got to understand most of it. People think immediately like this is going to go to some world future stuff. It's going to, the first physical version of AI is going to come out as assistance. Mm -hmm. The job replacements, it's going to assist the people doing the jobs and it's yeah. going to be marketed towards the people doing the jobs, not the people yeah. who need the jobs done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in the beginning, you know, 
because I don't know, especially nowadays with you're always hearing, um, we can't find people for this job. We can't find people for this job. There's so many industries suffering for people that, you know, and especially for some of these jobs. The artificial, um, artific AI assisted work, yeah. machine assisted work mm -hmm. or physical jobs once they can put out robots to do things, um, because it's going to be a while. So yeah, no, there's, there's always going to be, they will try to go that route because of the labor shortage and people getting crazy about not having enough, being able to hire or people not working. But what's going to be, what I foresee happening is, and you got to figure it out. A lot of people don't want to work in the trades because mm -hmm. it's hard work. But what yeah. happens when we introduce AI to alleviate some of that hard work, but keep the jobs open the same as they are? Yeah. More people are going to come back to working for the trades because mm -hmm. now they get to have, now they get to work in trades without killing themselves. Yeah. And that's where we're going to see the revolution of AI assisted trades and that type of work come in, I believe, anyways. Yeah, and then we have like, you know, Doc Ock from Spider-Man? Yes. So then you'll have like, hey, I have to do this job, but you have extra hands, you know, yeah, and you can have, it. yeah, you know, that type of AI generate, you know, do all the extra stuff. Because I don't know how many jobs I've been on where I'm like, oh, I wish I had a third hand or a fourth one, you know, just to speed things up. And uh, yeah, so I think that would be a realistic for the next like 10, 15 years. Yeah. And I probably, honestly, they'll probably, before it goes too physical in the U.S., AI will probably, you'll probably see the first iteration, iterations of physical robotics-based AI in uh, the military. Yeah, well, that's typically where it comes. Yeah, I was going to say, because they probably have, actually, they probably have it now. <laughs> yeah. If I was to, to take a while, yes, I've seen some things, but... Um, and then over time, it gets de-weaponized and put into actual every day yep <laughs> typically every day yeah it's typically the route it goes they're like, they're like they try it on the most dangerous outlook outlook of it first so they're like hey can i kill people with this mm -hmm. and then they're like how do we keep this from killing people and then you give it yep. to the general population yep so how do you make it a little bit safer and then off yes. it goes yeah <laughs> you see it cars that's a big industry like automotives um, I mean, you already kind of see it with flight. So you got like flight control type stuff. Um, then you'll see it in, like you said, definitely in the military, making soldiers more effective, mm -hmm. you know, with either heads up displays or something that kind of like auto fires almost, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. increase accuracy increase performance you know stuff like that and then you'll you'll see it trickle down to like all the other stuff so one thinks one of the industries that's gonna um i want to say obliterate but is going to have to one industry that's going to have to drastically upgrade themselves is therapy yeah there are apps on the market right now so basically allows you to build a database of your life mm -hmm. and integrate with a database of like I mean, because of like common therapists and psychologists based knowledge, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then you talk to it and the AI helps you figure out your problems, right? Yeah. That is an industry that is going to have to drastically change to, a, to either adopt AI and into AI assisted therapy, mm -hmm. where there are humans on demand as part of the AI, which you can click a button and talk to, or is going to get run over by a, by a therapy focused tech company. 
Yeah, that's an interesting conversation because this is where we get into the politics of all of this. Yeah, because um, now if you're using an AI-focused therapist or an AI for your therapy, the information and suggestions it's giving you, where is that coming from? And is that biased or not? Correct. And, you know, when you talk about mandatory reporting, right? So who's monitoring the therapy sessions? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things there. And, and, you know, just to kick back to what you said, like, we already know this is a controversy that's kind of popped up with chat GPT. You know, like we, they know just because they typed in questions that chat GPT is a fairly left-leaning uh, program. Mm -hmm. So it is very heavily biased towards the left. And that's going to be an issue. Like which programs and how are they generated? What worldview is it giving you? That, that stuff's going to pop up. Yeah, like it's more people don't realize that with AI. And I mean, like you, there's, there's, this is what I look at. I actually don't use chat. If I use chat GPT, it's for research purposes. And then I know it's subjective research. So I use it to feed me an idea that I then go research. Right. I don't use it to, to as an answer, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I know that because I thought, so I like, like most of the AI I use is an aggregator that learns over time mm -hmm. of what to feed me based on the aggregation um, AI learning, right? right? Chat GPT feeds you what it thinks you want based on its own agenda. And it's like you said, left-leaning yeah. um, and based on its own knowledge base, because you can go in, there are multi-programs, so you can find them on feature tools where you can build your own chat GPT to feed you answers that it learns from a database you give it. Yeah. OpenAI has, has just done that. It has created a database to feed you answers based off that database. It's just not a database you gave it, right? Yeah. So it's not aggregating you things on the internet it's trying to give you the answer. So there's a slew of people who came and that's why, that's why it can be good or it can be harmful. You, you got to use it as a, as a place to start your research, not a place to solidify your research. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. And always be aware of, like you said, be aware of, you know, who made it. So I, this is something I learned back in college. Um, one of the few things I still remember to this day, <laughs> probably the only thing. And uh, one of my statistics professors said, you know, always be aware of who's giving you the numbers. And it's right. something like that. You you know well, everybody manipulates things in their favor. It's it's correct. why I say no matter what's a fifty fifty. It's a fifty yeah. fifty, it's correct. It's a fifty fifty, it's what you want. It's a yeah. fifty fifty. You know yeah. why? Because everything you see is manipulated in the per in the presenter's favor, period. Because yeah. would why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Everything has an agenda. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. just how it is. It's life. And so AI is the same thing, especially if you're using it for like text based like that, as the big companies um, use it to push subconsciously or consciously or whether you're aware or not, they use it to push uh, as something behind the scenes. Yeah. Hmm. Good stuff. Right. Engineers are going to be a new job that opens up heavily. I've what? seen that. Yeah. So prompt engineers. So hmm. like who get really good at knowing what to ask AI to get specific outcomes. Those are the new oh, yeah. 
designers, the new company assistants, whatever, consultants, prompt engineers are a big thing. Yeah, I've noticed that even with uh, mid-journey, knowing what to put in is pretty important. Yep. And you know, you notice how, see, that's the thing. With every tool that's, that gets rid of, that takes a job away from the market, mm-hmm. opens up a new job for the market, yeah. and usually that job is how to manage that tool. Yes. Yep. You know, we didn't have car mechanics until we had cars, you know. Right. Like, what are you, you going to be, a horse mechanic? Like, no, yeah. you, you, well, you, what you have equivalent to that, you had the farm and took care of the horse. Yeah. I forget what those are called. There's an actual word for it. I forget what it's called, whatever. I know. And they, the horses have their own professional word for the equi- e- e- Yeah, I forget what it's actually called. No, um, lose my mind over that, but yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to drive me absolutely crazy. But yeah, and like you said, all those pigeon handlers don't have jobs anymore, you know, because we don't have pigeons. <laughs> no carrier pigeon. You know, and uh, let's see, person who cares for horses, because that's going to drive me absolutely insane. It's like an EQ thing, what they call the horses. It's a professional word. I don't know what that thing is. Yeah. Grooms. That's a stupid name. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. Stable person, whatever. But. Yeah, so there's a huge future for all of this, and I'm really excited. Um, so, yeah, let's wrap up there. We're about 45 minutes in. So how do people get a hold of you, buddy? Ah, just find me right now. We're going through a lot of uh, – there's a lot of updates we'll talk about next month I'm going on. So for cool. right now, just find me on any social media channel at AskCody, A-S-K-C-O-T-Y, and message me. And that's where you can find me at the moment. Cool. Awesome. And you can find me on, like I said, pretty much every social media platform as Pastrana Enterprises. Um, so that's Flexwork, American Entrepreneur, um, Strike Fear Clothing, NH Tint, and uh, all that. So a lot going on, a lot of good things going on for 2023. I'm really excited to see everything grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that moving forward. All right, so that's it. Thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we'll catch you all next month.